0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over twenty-eight million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: 37 Welcome back, hour number two. Of Cordishian and Coit and WEEI four zero one seven 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 one oh three seven. Our number one was All Patriots. Has Mac taken his last snap? Under center for the New England Patriots. Is Bill Belichick far behind? I mean, who knows? We, we, we just don't know the answer to so many questions. What we do know is this is a bad football team right now. Yeah. They're a bad franchise. Um, how did they get here? Uh, I think th- th- there's many things you can point to. But I think the more important question is what do they need to do to kind of turn the ship around? Does Bill Belichick need to bench Mac Jones and go with one of his backups, even though we know those backups probably aren't very good and the product won't be any better? Does Bob Kraft need to make a hard decision at the end of the season to possibly move on from Bill Belichick, or at the very least strip him of his personnel uh, you know, duties? Uh, the, so many questions, so many questions, and that's what happens when you have a bad franchise, and that's where they are right now.
2: That's where they are. Yep. It, it is what it is. That's... And that's been the discussion. It's going to be the discussion, and yeah, I think immediately in the immediacy, in the immediate, like it's going to be about okay, what do they do at quarterback? And to me, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Scott. I think it's time for a change. They got to switch something up. So
1: I didn't I didn't know this, but we have a texter from the four hundred one who said yeah. Orlovsky has already backed off of his stupid statement that Belichick has his landing spot secured already. Uh, and he said he even realized it two seconds after the statement left his mouth. I kind of agree with that because when I went back and yeah. watched it, like and, and he immediately got questioned on it and he was like, he could tell there was a little discomfort there. Um, so I kind of agree with what he's saying. like I I think, I think maybe he was like, e-.
2: that one was really hard for me to believe. Yeah uh,
1: I, 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 I kind of
2: agree with that yeah. too. It was, it was, it, cause he may have an
1: idea where he'd like to go, but exactly. to say that there's anything in place or like some no wink, way. wink, you know, handshake agreement behind the scenes, I doubt it.
2: No way. No way. He may have had some... One of His agent may have talked to somebody who slipped something to Orlovsky, oh, Belichick's already got a spot, whatever. And so, but you just can't... I like Dan a lot. You can't... That's one of those things where... You talk about it behind the scenes, but unless you got something real to really corroborate it, don't put it out there yeah. like that. Like, I know you're getting excited. You got you got a little knowledge there. You got a little be peek behind the curtain. Don't don't let that that slip out there because somebody like Pat McAfee, who has has a lot of, he's got a lot of charm. He's got a lot of yep. charisma. He's gonna be like, hey 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 you hey Dan, where's he going? Huh? You gonna tell me who told you that? Huh? Huh? Yep. You know, and I don't blame I don't blame McAfee at all because if you're going to say that out loud, go for it. It
1: is definitely fair to say though that this will be one of the more interesting Patriots off-seasons in recent memory big because time. Bob Kraft has big decisions to make. Do you move on from Bill Belichick the GM? Do you move on from Bill Belichick the GM and the coach? You're going to have a very high draft pick, you're going to have a ton of money to spend in free agency. This is going to be an interesting off-season here in New England.
2: It's huge. It's huge and that's why you know, now's the time to to really take a serious look. Are you are you going to move on? Is it a clean slate? Is it yeah the personnel power is just restructuring? What, what is it that you're going to do? And and then you look at that draft pick and you say, where which direction do we go? Do we go with the quarterback? Do we go? It's there's a lot to, and you have a lot of money to spend. You want to change the narrative about your spending? This is the off season to do it. Bob Kraft, this this is the off season to do it because well, here's the thing too, you're gonna though. have to spend at least a little bit.
1: So you can move on from Belichick. Are you keeping the same structure in place with Groh and all the scout? You know, it, if they're so. if they're the guys picking the players, are you confident that the Patriots are going to turn this thing around, or do you need to make an, a complete overhaul of the organization?
2: It may be a clean slate thing. It may be somebody different. Um, I don't know how much say. That he had in the 2022 draft class, but that right now, again, is not looking good. It's it's guy guy after guy where you're like, I don't know. And even the guys that they still have on the roster, still on the team, are they producing up to the level that you would want them to? Cole Strange was your first round pick. You know, jury's still out. Jury's still out. Yep. Tyquan Thornton was your second round pick. Yuck. And then you go down the you know Marcus Jones unfortunately got hurt early in the season. Uh, Jack Jones was the fourth round pick. He, he's gone. <laughs> uh, the, you know, there's – you look at that draft class and you're like, oh, boy. There was a
1: story on ESPN.com. Did you see it early in the week about the Patriots drafts over the last whatever it was, five years? Bill Barnwell. And, and you did the first, yeah. second, and third round picks, and yeah. you look at it and you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, you want to know why this organization is where it is. Absolutely. Look at those drafts and what they got, and more importantly, what they didn't get out of those drafts. And the
2: interesting thing was I, I, I was encouraged initially by some of the young players that they had, but from starting from 2020 on. Um, but now, I, I mean, you know, a guy, I think Duggar, Uche, you know, that draft is a, on Wenu. Like, there's a few guys out of yep. that 2020 class. I think 2021 initially – you know, Mac looked good. Uh, I think Christian Barmore has had a good season. Yep. I think he's really helped them. Yep. Um, Ramondre Stevenson came out of that draft. So there are, I don't think it's complete swings in the 2022 class. That's why I keep pointing to that one. That's one of the most recent, and that one is not looking great. You know, we're talking a year and a half in. That's not great.
1: Before we go back to the calls, can I just say this one thing about Gronk? Can about you Gronk please just keep your mouth shut, Gronk? Like... <laughs> He comes out earlier this week and says that Mac Jones should ask for his release because they don't respect him up in Foxborough. Really, Gronk? I mean, look, I'm not saying you're wrong, and I have no problem with him having strong opinions, but he's been a little bit of a dink since he left New England toward this organization because he has an agenda. He has an axe to grind with Bill Belichick. It goes all the way back when Bill tried to trade him to Detroit. He had a trade worked out for a first-round pick for the Patriots. And Gronk said, nope, not accepting the trade. I will retire. So they ended up not making that deal. And then, you know, he's had a hair across his ass for Belichick and the Patriots ever since. And then he retires. And then he conveniently comes out of retirement with Tom's resurfaces in Tampa. So... I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just – Gronk, I loved him as a Patriot. Loved him. Everything about him. He was that lovable dope. He was an awesome player, if not the greatest tight end in NFL history right up there. But now, since he's left the Patriots, he just has an ax to grind with Belichick and the Patriots organization, and it's getting tired. It's getting tired for me. He's tainting my – as a paid, lifelong Patriots fan, he's tainting my view of him. I loved that guy when he was wearing a Patriots uniform. And as time goes on, the more he opens his mouth, the less I like
2: him. I just don't like hearing ideas that just aren't feasible. Like, if you're going to have a take, make it feasible. You really think Mac right now is going to yeah. walk into the well, office? Well, first of all,
1: you can any player can say, release me. It's not that simple, Gronk. Exactly. You know, it's it's give not feasible. Me a, give me, exactly. It's not
2: a feasible scenario. So don't present something to me that's outlandish like – if you're going to present a, a take, then don't don't throw us something that's just not going to happen. You know that's it's just not even worth discussion. You know, and I actually heard it discussed a little bit in Boston yesterday. And I'm like, what are you guys thinking? Like, this isn't a discussion. It's it's not going to happen. Like, he, maybe at the end of the season, maybe in the off season, he asks for it, but not in November. Oh, November first of all, 18th. they'll try to trade him and get something before they he, release him, right? But still, like even. That's more feasible than November 18th in the middle of the season when you still, at this moment in time, are the starting quarterback in New England. They haven't made the switch yet. But he's still, this, like,
1: come on. It's just not feasible. You got texture from the 401. I think the Patriots are going to stick with Mac because he doesn't cost much, and Robert loves that. If Bob Craft's listening, is that really the reputation you want to have? Yeah, right. You're sticking with Mac Jones because you're cheap. Like yeah. that's, that's what
2: some Patriots fans think of you, Bob. I, You know what, Texter? Maybe maybe the the tune changes after watching what happened in Germany. Bob Kraft looks at it. He wanted to win that game badly. He said that out loud. I know. And the reaction that he had in the box when Mac Jones overthrew Hunter Henry almost through an interception in the third quarter, yeah, Just slumped down sinking. in his box. Yeah. That, to me – and then a couple weeks ago, they they basically you could you could read Jonathan Kraft's lips and basically saying we're just not good enough. I think the tune up there. I think they're looking at it. I think they're not blind to it. I think they know that there needs to be major change. So I think that that part. It took all this. It took two and eight to start in twenty twenty three, but. You know, I think I think they're real about what what's going on with this team.
1: Let's head back to the phones at 401-777-1037. John is in North Providence. Good morning, John. You're next on Cordishian Coyden W E E
3: I. Good morning, guys. Uh, first of all, it was great to see you both at uh, Brown the other night.
2: Oh,
1: hey, oh, John. John. How are you?
2: <laughs> what's up, John?
3: I told you I'd call in. Yeah. I'm actually. I, I'm, I apologize for some background music. I'm having my car uh, do, do some warranty work on it. So oh, we
2: can't hear it. Sitting no, here waiting. In the- well, elevator music's fine. I mean, that's always <laughs> nice. It, it adds a little beat <laughs> to it, John. That's nice.
3: Yeah, I know. But anyway, it was, you know, I'm a long-time fan of both you guys. And it was a pleasant Thank surprise you. to see you there. Uh, but regarding that, you know, I wasn't going to talk much about the Patriots, but regarding about it, I agree with you, Scott. Uh, I was listening on the way up here. Uh, they need to develop a, a strong uh roster before a quarterback, because uh, you can miss on that, and then then you're up the creek, we're back to square one. But uh, getting to Kraft, you know as well as I do, and I got to know him pretty well years ago, uh, he's a businessman. And if they don't do well and they don't put a good product on the field, his brand is going to suffer as it is already. Yeah. He's not going to be on many Monday night games and things like that. Uh, the pro shop's going to be empty. The red seats are going to be empty. Even though they're sold, his buzz isn't going to be around for the team. So I think that's first and foremost in his mind. Obviously, he wants to win, but it's all it's all intertwined. And uh, so it's, it, it, is, it is indeed going to be uh, a significant offseason. And I think they're going to put together an exit strategy rather than just fire the guy. And uh, we'll see what happens. Well, you know, that's I, all we can do. But and,
1: and I agree with you, John. Yeah, I do think I think if, if Kraft would love to put together a good exit strategy, yeah. so it's clean and nobody gets angry. But do you think Bill's going to be okay with that? Like Bill's Bill might that's be the, the type of guy that's very black and white. Say, nope, I've got a contract that pays me twenty five million next year, and I've got complete control of the football operation. If you're taking that away from me, screw you. I'm out of here. Yeah. Like I, I hope it can be clean. If it is, but I question whether or not it will be.
3: I I I question that. I hope so, but uh, you know, Bill, uh, he's he, he can be obstinate, and he's getting more and more so as times go uh, go by. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it was you guys do great work, I'll tell you. And I uh, Thanks. I was uh, disappointed that my Friar girls got beat the other night, and uh, also last night. But uh, it, was, it was, and I'll definitely be over to see some Brown games. It, Any it, time you want to come
1: over here, you give me a call, John.
3: And uh, again, great job, and, and Nick. Uh, I don't know how you do what you do, but uh, you're
2: you're everywhere. <laughs> hey, you know what, John? When you when you love what you do for a living, it, you never work a day in your life. Hardest
1: working man in yeah, sports well, in Rhode I love, Island,
2: right I love there. Love it.
3: Well, it shows, and uh, keep up the great work, guys, and look forward to seeing you again, okay? Thanks,
1: John. Thank you, John. All right. Very much Thank you. It. All right. Bye-bye. All right. John from North Providence Good with man. us. 401-777-1037. The phone number, we've got David in Rhode Island. Good morning, David. You're next on Cordishian and W E E I. and W-E-E-I.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. So, thank you for taking the call. So, i this whole team with the Patriots and Mac Jones. You know, I usually don't agree with Steve from Fall River, but he did make one comment about the focus being on Mac, and, and and, and I believe this i don't know what happened to this organization that um you know it's just it went upside down it it's it's starts from the very top you know it started when when Brady was let go when they let him go and and it hasn't stopped since mm-hmm. and and it's still bleeding you would think by now they would have found a way of of fixing that wound so it stops the bleeding and they can't yep. and and now it's it happens in the workplace right you get that one employee that becomes a target and it doesn't matter how many things he does right every time he does it the one thing wrong the focuses on him and I do believe that's what's going on with Mac Jones he, you know he, you know by, what David far, though, we should criticize.
2: Him. here's the thing yeah? I I think maybe the last two years there might have been some of that but this year the employee yeah. is making mistakes and it's costing you and yes, it's hurting yes. you. And that yeah, this it, year, cause it, I, no, I've is, been a defender. I have been a defender of Mac Jones this year. I can't defend it. He's cost you at least three games. Now add the Colts game to the list. It,
4: there's no question, but can't, I mean, I, I think it is fair for us to say that it's not it's him you know this this year, especially, but you know, even you know Billy O'Brien came in here, myself included, we thought he's the savior and and yeah, you know, I, I don't see anything really that's standing out that much. Um, I just I don't know at this point, you know, I don't want to see this being broken apart completely, but I feel like it's it's the only way you, yeah. you have to let go of I think Mr. Kraft himself needs to step aside, Jonathan needs to come in. Bill needs to go, and you need to rebuild some scratch. I think if you keep trying to rebuild with some of these coaches that are still here, that have been here all along, you don't have the core that you had with Brady anymore and, and those players back then. So you, you need to start completely fresh, and I don't think they want to do that, but it needs to be done. You have I, to do that in business sometimes.
2: And, and yeah. I think, too, and, and thank you for the call, David, I, 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 think, you know, I think in terms of the branding and the excitement and the buzz around the team, you want to bring that back? You want excitement? You want people to look forward to seeing what happens with the Patriots again? You clean the slate and you talk about, you know, high draft pick, a lot of money to spend in cap space this offseason, bringing in players, all that. You want buzz back with the Patriots? That's That's a way to do it. Clean the slate and say, hey, it's a new era. We're moving on. That, that would rebuild some excitement
1: and buzz. And, look, it's it's you know this is addressing more you and Dan from Cranston. Um, the reason I want to build the roster first before I bring in the quarterback is mm. because what are we saying with Mac Jones? We're saying Mac Jones has never given a chance because the offensive line sucks. He has no talent around him. So do you want to bring in a number one, number two, number three overall pick in the draft and ruin that quarterback too because you've got crap around him or do you want to surround that player with, with talent. talent? You know mm. what I
2: mean? I think there's multiple ways to do it now. I in the modern NFL, because I think if you if we had this conversation even five years ago, Scott, I I don't know if you, I think we all would have agreed on probably the quarterback. I think yeah, with Brady because, because here. Brady was still here. Yep, yep. Now the way that you look at it with the Niners and the Eagles, I think in the and, NFC and, the way they build and it, I think
1: in the AFC and with Miami too, Tua yeah. wasn't anything until they surrounded him with talent. True,
2: true. And so if you can do that then you'll, eventually you'll find the quarterback. You will either draft him or you'll develop him right. or it's a veteran or whatever it is. Um, I, I do think, I you know, I tend to look at, say you have the fourth pick or the fifth pick and you're not going to get Williams or May. Why try to reach, why give up three first-round picks to go up to the second pick to get a guy when you could get an elite wide receiver, maybe the best in the class, yep. or even... Even an elite, like, the best left tackle in the class. Like, they they need that, too, Scott. They need to build. Look at the Eagles. Like, we don't talk about the – yes, they have talent at wide receiver, but their offensive line is unbelievable. I know. Unbelievable. It's not a cliche to say that game, football games are
1: still won in the trenches.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And those guys have great protection. And so, that you know, you, you need a lot of places on your roster to be filled up and fixed, and so – You know, Special Teams lost the Colts game, Nick.
1: Really? Did he not see that Mac Jones miss of Gasecki wide open in the back of the end zone? What does he say? He put said special teams lost the Colts game, Nick. What? Special teams lost the game in Germany. I, I, it was a pretty bad performance it there. was a bad performance they, they had yeah. uh, you're right in all three areas of special teams it was bad but that's Ryland not why. missed a kick but that's not why they lost that's that's not missed
2: why they lost field the goals no returner back on a punt i mean no it's, return it's that, that's terrible.
1: coaching right there that's not special teams that terrible. that's coaching uh, why they didn't put a punt returner back is beyond me but yeah they still had a chance to win it mac
2: jones just missed a wide open tight end in the back of the end zone. No. the fact that that would even be put on the table tells you where the patriots are right now that we would be talking about how special teams might have cost them the game. Like, yeah. that shouldn't be the case.
1: All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Ed Cooley, I have some thoughts I would like to share about the former Friars and current Georgetown coach. We've we'll got some audio to accompany those thoughts. We'll play that when we come back. You're listening to Cordishian Coit on Southern New England Sports Original 103.7 WEEI.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.